Welcome to the Beautiful Entrepreneurs Podcast, the show for mom entrepreneurs who are ready to make more money and take their business to the next level. I am your life and business coach, Courtney Gray, and each week I'm going to teach you the tools I have learned over the past 18 years growing my business to consecutive $250,000 years from my garage while raising three boys. Let's get started. Welcome to the podcast number 16, Starve Your Distractions, Feed Your Focus. Well, first, let me say to all those mothers, happy Mother's Day. I hope you had a wonderful Mother's Day. I definitely did. It was very relaxing. My three boys were each just individually so lovely to me. I told them I wanted to cuddle them and they let me cuddle them. They're 16 and and the twins are 18 now. So um, the fact that they even let me touch them is just quite a gift. (laughs) And then I got to spend the evening with my mom. So it was a really nice day. I hope you had a great day as well. So I want to talk about starving your distractions, feeding your focus. I'm going to talk about what this means in terms of your business, but really like what this means in terms of your whole life. I'm going to talk about why it's a bigger problem than you think and how you can feed your focus. And really what that means is feed your dreams. I talk a lot on the podcast about what an amazing time it is to be alive and to be a woman and to be an entrepreneur, but man, do we have more distractions than ever before in history. I think the number one distraction you'll agree with me is our phone, maybe our iPad or computer, but for most of of us, it is our phone. And it's not just social media, although social media is a huge distraction, so many people are on it, especially for you younger entrepreneurs, Um, but texting, email, calls, video texting, like I love Marco Polo, all of that truly is a distraction. It's a wonderful distraction and it's an amazing way to communicate with people, but it is a distraction. Our phone can be such an asset to our growth and connection with other people, but even more so it can be a hindrance to our business growth. Nothing I'm sure, nothing I'm saying I'm sure is is surprising to you at, at this point, but I wanted to dedicate this podcast to offering up that if you want to grow your business, make more money and enjoy your life more, you need to learn the skill of starving your distractions and feeding your focus. And so the distraction I'm really specifically going to talk about is the phone in general. Um, The phone, computer, and iPad, I guess, is in general. But let's be honest, most of us have all had a social media binge. We probably all have them maybe even a few times a week where you start scrolling unintentionally, of course, you get on to look at something specific like here in our town, we just had prom. So I was really excited to get on Facebook to look at all the kids in their tuxedos and beautiful dresses. It was intentionally, I got on to see those pictures, but then, you know, a half hour goes by and I'm just literally scrolling, looking at nothing. And then we come out of the the crazy vortex of distraction and you don't ever go, God, you know, I'm really glad I did that. I feel so good. No, no. The only purpose is distraction. Our intentions are good in the beginning. I went in going for prom and then I went out like, what happened? I feel like I just lost five hours of my life, even though it was only a half hour. So here's my question for you. What are you trying to create in your life? For me this year, I am streamlining my jewelry business. I'm making it even more centered around what I want to create. I'm simplifying and focusing. And then in my coaching business, I'm working on my goal of making my first $100,000 in a calendar year. And I'm focusing on getting really good at selling my private one-on-one coaching program. 
in order to do both, definitely because I have two things going that I'm passionate about both, I need to be laser focused. I don't have time for distraction. What are you in the process of creating? If you're not quite sure, I invite you to go back and listen to episode one. The first thing I'll tell you is you'll notice the audio is not as good, but hang in there. It's still a really good episode. Thinking big for your business is episode one. It will help you figure out what you're in the process of creating. You'll find that you probably already know what you want to create, but if there's any confusion or uncertainty, it might come from fear that it's not possible for you, or it might come from the, I don't know how I'm going to do it. So I can't believe I'm going to do it. And that episode will really clear things up for you. Um, cause at this point you probably don't know how you're going to get there. That's the deal. This is expected. I have no, well, I was going to say, I have no idea how I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars. That's not true. I have a lot of ideas, but at the end of it, I don't know exactly which of those ideas is going to work. I have a lot of great ideas. Some already this year have worked and some have not in order to achieve your goals. We need to stay focused on our goals. What we focus on becomes our reality. So think about in your life, what is a distraction? What is getting in the way of you focusing on your goals? What is taking up time that you could be using to grow or just enjoy your life? A big distraction for me is not social media. That Long ago, I had a hard time with that, but I really got um, good at not distracting myself with social media. But I'm still working on my distraction is email and analytics. First, I just love analytics. I think it is so fun to run an ad campaign and check and see if it's working or not. And it it could get to a point where I could check, you know, quite often <laughs> through the day. And so I have to really work on not checking and allowing myself to check maybe twice a day. How's it going? Do I need to adjust? And then email. For me, email is a huge distraction. And for many years, I think I kind of told myself, oh, well, I need to provide really good customer service. If someone emails me, I want to respond right away. And I'll tell you, I have had dozens and dozens of people, customers over the years tell me, wow, you are so prompt at getting back to me. That's a good thing. But I think if I'm true to myself, the reason I check my email so consistently is so often when I check my email, I'm notified that I got an order. So that's a dopamine hit for me. That is a yay, everything's going great, right? So I will work on a new collection, put the collection of jewelry on the website. And then when I check my email, yes, I'm selling some. Yes, yes, yes. But that's a distraction. Another distraction for me can be Marco Polo. If you don't know what Marco Polo is, it is absolutely amazing. Um, I won't go into it too much, but basically the gist of it is it's almost like a video texting app. And so... I Marco Polo mostly more than anyone with my sister, but I also have a few friends that live back east and I will get on and say, hey, what's going on? This is what I'm doing today, whatever, and I'll send it and then they respond whenever they want and they send it back. And I have found that I really have to intentionally decide not to check it because it's just fun and addictive and I love thinking, oh, I have a new message from one of my girlfriends. So I, I'm, I'm on to myself and I really try hard not to get distracted. A big complaint of moms that I work with trying to grow their businesses is that they don't have enough time. They look at their schedule and they think, I feel like I don't know what else I can be doing. I don't know what to do first because I don't have a lot of time, especially during the time of, 
of your life when your kids are young and you are in it. And you know what I'm talking about if you have kids. So I told you mine are 16 and 18. They all drive. This is a beautiful time right now for me because as much as I love connecting with them and going to dinner and being there if they need me and picking up things if they need, I, I love all that, but they don't need me like they used to need me. If you are in it, and I'm saying that with air quotes in it, you know what I'm talking about. There was a time a few years ago where I was driving them around to practices and school uh, about three hours a day because they were, you know, three different schools. I was in it. So if you are in this moment, yes, a big complaint might be that you don't have enough time driving the kids to birthday parties and homework and all of that craziness. When I was in that, that was when I hit my highest revenue year ever in the middle of all that when my kids were what, 13 and 15. And I was able to do that because I was able to focus myself, feed my focus. If finding time to do the things that are most important to you is an issue, then you need to protect your focus. You need to commit to getting something done at a specific time in a specific amount of time. If you get interrupted because of your kids or you have to pivot because of being a mom, this is totally not a problem. I 100% get it. But don't let the distraction of your phone take away from accomplishing your dreams. Sometimes what happens is we allow ourselves to be distracted because it's easier than doing the work. Put yourself in this situation, see if you can resonate with it. You know, you're sitting there and let's say you're trying to come up with some content for your social media account and you're sitting there and it's, it's sometimes it can be hard work. You're like, well, I don't know what to say. What do my people want me to say? Who even are my people? Who am I talking to now that I've changed my offer or I'm selling something different? You're having all these thoughts and then all of a sudden you see a notification and you're like, oh, I'll just check this really quick. And hey, I'm... I'm talking about myself here too. So if you're thinking, yes, that's totally me, no shame. I'm 100% talking to myself. That is a distraction we need to stop. That's a distraction that we need to starve ourselves from. Distraction has become a habit for a lot of us. We are becoming so used to multitasking and doing so many things at once. I think specifically of kids these days, they don't even know that there's another way to live except to be walking around the house and they just have their 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 phone in their hands when they do everything. My son actually unloaded the dishwasher last night with his phone in his hand the whole time. <laughs> but and I admit I do this as well. There was a point in my jewelry business a few years ago that I would check my email up to 40 times a day. I already told you about this email situation. Continuing to check my social and rationalizing that I was providing excellent customer service, knowing that it was that hit of, hit of dopamine every time I picked up my phone and checked was really kind of slowing me down. And I'm assuming you know what dopamine is, but I'm gonna go into it just in case you don't. Dopamine is a neurotransmitter in our body that helps us feel pleasure. It helps motivate us to action. But the problem with the distraction of our phones is that the main motivation it's creating for us is to swipe up or down or click over and over. Companies have designed it this way. It's brilliant, actually. It's just highly addictive and it's just not good for people. Dopamine is why we can get completely swept up into the distraction of social media. And what was I was going to tell you? Oh, I um, if you haven't watched the documentary 
The Social Dilemma. It was very interesting. It was really good, very eye-opening. My husband and I watched it. It's basically all about how social media companies have made money, millions and millions and millions of dollars, by capturing our attention through the releasing of dopamines in our brains. It helped me watching that that documentary helped me realize what a distraction my computer my computer and my phone was and how fixing that distraction was really going to help me accomplish my goals. And it also made me realize that part of this is not my fault. Part of this is not your fault. When you're sitting there and you're trying to figure out what to post on social media and your phone dings and you want to go for it, we we have been taught to do that. We have been chemically designed to do that from these companies. So it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility to feed your focus. And I think step one for me was learning what is actually going on in my brain. And that's why I decided to talk about it on this podcast. And again, it's not, this isn't a social media problem. It's a distraction problem. So how can you feed your focus? Well, my hope is that just by listening to this podcast, you'll be more aware of whatever level of distraction you're at right now. Sometimes learning where we have limited ourselves and kind of what is not working in our lives or even what could be better in our lives is enough to create more focus and it's enough to create movement in the right direction. And I'll say it again in case this is new knowledge for you, what we focus on becomes our reality. So this means if we spend more time focusing on being grateful for what we have already created and spend time focusing on what we want to create in our future, we will create our dreams. So how can you get better at doing this? If you're thinking, yes, I agree with you. How can I, you know, get better at this? How did you get better at this? I will share it with you. The first thing you can do is you can have a plan of what you, how you want your day to go. So whether you plan your week in advance or you plan your, the next, like the night before for the next day, or if you wake up and you make your plan, knowing how you want to go into your day, what you want to accomplish and even better, like scheduling out when you're going to do it is a great first step. Then as you go throughout your day, consistently ask yourself, is this helping me get to where I want to go? Again, back to you sitting on the couch trying to figure out what to post and your phone dings. Is checking this right now, whether it's a text or a Marco Polo or a notification from Facebook, is checking this going to help me? Probably not. It's a very simple question, yes or no, and it's probably no if you're honest with yourself. If your plan is to work on pictures for a marketing campaign, for example, and you find yourself on Pinterest looking at shoes, you can ask yourself, is this helping me get to where I want to go? Yes or no? It's probably no. And then refocus yourself. Another example is let's say your plan is to work on pictures for a marketing campaign. And then a friend texts you and you pick up your phone and you read it. And she says, hey, how was your son's tournament last weekend, right? And then you pick up your phone and you start texting back and forth with her. And you're like, hey, how was prom for your daughter? And oh, you got to go look at the pictures. And then you're on Facebook looking at prom pictures. And then you're scrolling and you see someone has a campaign similar to yours. Oh, how are they doing it differently? I mean, it just gets crazy. It's like a spiral and you can say, hey, is this helping me getting to where I want to go right now? But we love our friend, right? Our friends text us. We love her. We do want to see the the pictures and how sweet she is for reaching out, but it is a distraction. Focus and text her later. 
This is powerful stuff. And I've worked a lot on this, especially in the last year, distancing myself from checking my email and analytics, especially. The second and very powerful thing you can do to starve your distraction and feed your focus is learn how to allow an urge. And this is what I have been working on. You can allow the urge to pick up your phone while you're trying to focus. You can allow the urge. When I was planning out this podcast, I was allowing the urge to check my analytics. And did you know you can do this? Did you know that this actually can become something you're good at? You can feel the urge, like in your body, you get that. I guess the only way to call call it is an urge. You get that sensation that you want to grab your phone and do the thing. Sit with it. Sit with that urge. Let that feeling kind of wash over you and let it pass. This is a powerful skill. It is simple. You can let that feeling of wanting to do something in the moment, let it just go on. Because the interesting thing is in that moment, you want to do it, but that contradicts what you want to do at a deeper level. Because at a deeper level, you know, three hours ago at a deeper level, I really wanted to create this beautiful podcast for you, right? I didn't, I didn't want to check my analytics. You know, I don't look back over the last three hours and think, oh, I was really glad I checked my analytics. No, I think I'm really glad I did some research and, and laid out a plan for this podcast. So can you give up that urge in the moment that you want just in the moment for the overall thing that you want at a deeper level, which is to grow your business or to spend time with your family or whatever you want to do. And so here's how it works. Let me break it down. You're writing a blog blog post and you have the urge to check Facebook. You literally all of a sudden are like, oh, I should just, and you go for your phone. Acknowledge it. You can even like talk to yourself in your head. You can say, ah, there I go again. I'm wanting to distract myself with Facebook. And then it's not a problem. And then I want you to just sit there and let the urge wash over you. It will eventually go away. But side note, when you're new at doing this work, it will come back possibly like 20 times at first, right? Like 20 times, you're going to want to reach for your phone 20 times. But if you keep with it, like everything, it does get easier and easier. And you also then change your habit around the fact that then you don't go to your phone so much. So I have a girlfriend and we were talking earlier mm, at the end of last week and she's experiencing this. And she was is been really trying to focus on her work and not go to her phone not go to Instagram. And we were talking about it. She goes, you know what? I'm keeping my phone in the next room. That's what I'm going to do. I'm keeping it out of the office, which is a great idea. But I offered her another idea, which I think is also a good idea, is having it sitting next to you and resisting the urge to pick it up. Because I don't know if you're like me, and and I know that I don't have to be this way, but I do love keeping my phone close, especially now that I have one son that doesn't live at home. I, I want to be able to be there for him if he needs me. I, in a beautiful ideal world, I want to be able to have my phone next to me and not check it for three hours. I don't want to say to myself, I have to keep my phone in the next room. I might miss calls because I cannot control myself. So she agreed. So she's giving that a try. And I'm sure it'll be hard, but I think she'll do it. This is one of those skills that you will apply to every area of your life, allowing urges. If you can learn how to allow an urge in this area, it will apply to other areas of your life. If you if you get better at allowing any urge, you get better at allowing every urge. So you can learn to allow the urge to eat things you don't want to eat. 
You can be go to a party and have a, a, pl a platter of cookies in front of you and have the urge to eat one and be okay not eating one. You can allow the urge to yell at your kids. You can allow the urge to stay up later than you really want to. You can allow the urge to overwork. You can allow the urge to stay in bed when your alarm goes off. This is the work, my friends, and it is so worth it. You'll be amazed when you starve your distractions, you have so much more time and energy for the things in life you actually care about. I want to leave you with this. Toward the end of your life, when you look back at everything you've created, are you going to say, man, Instagram was amazing, wasn't it? Are you going to say, all those years on email, now that was a good time. No, decide now what you are going to say that it is something you choose is amazing. Decide now what you want your focus to be on and feed that focus. For me, I'm going to look back and I'm going to say, wow, what a badass I went am. What a badass I was. I had a hugely successful business and I had the audacity to create another one just for the fun of it, just because I could while at the same time raising my kids the way I wanted to. What an amazing life. So think about intentionally what you want to focus on and have a great day. If you are ready to make more money and take your business to the next level, I would love to have a conversation with you. I coach mom entrepreneurs one-on-one -on -one to help them achieve at levels higher than ever before. Find me on social and at my website, thebeautifulentrepreneurs.com.